we should really start teaching the next generation to be proud of their bodies as they start to get older. I don't have any daughters, but I know you do, Lisa. And, you know, I think it's it's important to... <laughs> To, to brace them for the changes that's going to happen. <laughs> Warn them of what's going to happen. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Meet You on the Porch. I'm Pam, and I'm here with Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Hello, Pam. How you doing? I'm not too bad. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Today, we're going to talk about body image and our body image over the age of 50. <laughs> I know, scary topic. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> but first, before we do that, we want to go into our cocktail conversation. And Lisa, I know you have something that you brought to the porch today. So please tell us what it is. Well, it's called a pink lady. Isn't it beautiful? Oh, yeah. Look at that. It's it's it is a very old cocktail actually, and I had never really heard about it. But I was over my daughter's house a couple weeks ago. She invited me over for a cocktail outside. It was a lovely autumn night, and she absolutely loves to create drinks. She's like a mixologist on the side, if you will. And um, so we were just hanging out, and she comes out with these two beautiful pink drinks. And I'm like, what is that? And she, pink lady. So it has a little bit of gin and brandy. And if you're a mixologist like my daughter, it has to be fresh lemon juice. I would like squeeze it out of those little plastic lemons. Some grenadine, simple syrup, and an egg white, which mm. I sipped it first because good thing. Because if she told me there was egg white in it, I probably would have gone black. <laughs> so it wasn't the egg white powder. It was actual egg white egg white which mm. made it it was foamy at the, at the top it was delicious isn't it i told you it's beautiful looking isn't yeah, it yeah it's really pretty i love the glasses too those vintage glasses oh uh, yeah she uh, you and i got her into going into thrifting for glasses and yeah. so she's always on the hunt for these really cool cocktail glasses so anyhow we were just uh, over there and just talking about nothing really just kind of catching up hadn't seen each other in a little bit and i'm just holding my lovely drink in my hand and she, always, and she says, oh, Mom, I really love your hands. Oh. And she's, she's always said that. And I think, I look at my hands, I see veins, I see bones, I see age spots. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell does she see in these hands? And But she's always said that, that they're long and elegant and she wished she had my hands. And, and I'm like, I don't think you really want them. But isn't it interesting how... Sometimes somebody sees something totally different than you see it. Yeah, it's interesting that you see it as, a, oh, my hands, and she's seeing it as, oh, I love your hands. I know. It would be nice to, like, oh, if I looked down on my hand, i go, oh, aren't they pretty? And I'll, you know, I've always, even before the age spots, I always thought they were kind of, you know, veiny and bony. But one person's hand is not another person's hand I guess <laughs> and she really liked them well maybe one person's perception is not always aligned with how you see yourself right oh that's very very true I think um, women more so than men seem to be very self-critical mm -hmm. of how they look 
at every stage of life, it seems like. Yeah. But then it seems to be getting worse as we get older. I Well, I think it's harder when you get older. There's so many physical changes to your body as you get older that it just seems like it's never it never stops. Every day there's something new, right? <laughs> you mean like a new chin hair? <laughs> like a new chin hair. They just like <laughs> pop up. Like, what the heck? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I remember the first time I uh, discovered a chin hair. It was after you told me you were complaining about your chin hairs. And I'm thinking, what the hell's going on with her face? And then I'm like, oh my God, I got a chin hair. <laughs> It's contagious. Oh, my God. That's so funny. You didn't know they were there. Maybe I was trying to give you a hint. No. Maybe you were. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe you were in your very kind way. Yeah, like, I have so many chin hairs, hint, hint. You know, yes. like when you, you see something on someone's face and you wipe your own face, hoping they will wipe that piece of mayonnaise off their lip or something. Yeah, yeah. Here's a tweezer. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I didn't notice any chin. I can't see now anyway, so I wouldn't see any chin hairs. <laughs> Talk about another change, right? Exactly. Yeah. The first thing that came to mind when you just said a little bit ago about, you know, everything's changing as we get older. And my my, my word I slipped in instead of change was like um, slipping downwards. <laughs> that slippery slope. <laughs> yeah. Everything is just like what was, it used to be up here, but now all of a sudden it's down there a little bit. Yeah, exactly. What's going on? And, you know, the one thing I hear about a lot from people our age is, you know, they maybe they've gone on a diet or they're trying to lose some weight and they find it so difficult um, to do that at this age. Where before, when you were in your 30s or even in your early 40s, it was so much easier to drop some pounds. Yes, well, it, it, it is different and it is a, bit, a little bit more challenging um, the older we get. You know, and during the last episode, one of the things you, you brought up was, you know, m- my career was public speaking. Well, I worked for a weight loss company, so, you know, I'm well aware of what you're, you're talking about. Uh, it's, we have to approach it a little bit differently, mm-hmm. as in, um, but also the whole thing about trying to lose weight oftentimes what I encountered with others as well as myself it wasn't so much about losing the weight but they were trying to recapture what they used to look like 10 15 20 years ago and even if you were the same weight as you were what you wanted to be you're not necessarily going to look like that right right and it could be very disappointing because you have this body image of yourself and it doesn't matter what how much you weigh you just like well where's my taunt abs and my supple skin and my youthful looks gone (laughs) i'm sure you've heard this before but someone told this to me once and it so rings true that you know when you're in your 30s you wish you had the body that you had in your 20s and when you're 40s you wish you had the body you had in your 30s and when you're in your 50s you wish you had the body you had in your 40s so it just seems like it's never never ended yeah you're, you're always like chasing that carrot yeah yeah and it really honestly keeps you from being satisfied and happy with yourself because in, instead of looking and embracing who you are, you're just picking at the flaws. 
Yeah, that's a really good point. So I was reading um, about this um, gender and body image study that was done in 2017. And they talk about the physical and psychological experiences of aging. And, and they talked about that specifically, that people either fall into the shame or the embrace category. So for example, one, one woman wrote, I am ashamed of my aging body and ashamed that I'm ashamed. I believe women pay an enormous price for cultural biases related to gender and age. Mm -hmm. And that was from a woman who was 58. And then on the other hand, you have, I have earned every scar, every age bump, and every gray hair. It sags and it aches, but it keeps me upright and going. Mm -hmm. And that's another woman who is around 59 years old. So maybe you have different body parts that you might feel shameful or embrace at different parts of your day but um the shame versus the embrace is really it's a it's a very good point and where does the shame come from i think it's you know society constructed certain ideals of beauty i do too and if we don't live up to those ideals you you know you feel less than it's impossible to live up to those ideals because they're not realistic. You know, I think what we're we're subjected to thinking that you're supposed to look like are these airbrushed, heavily made up, filtered people. Yeah. Right? Like that's what you're seeing on the screens of social media. And you're like, wow, look at her. She's the same age as me. But my God, she looks like she's 20 years younger. Well, Put a pound of makeup on me. Put a filter on me. Like, I could look that good, too. Right. All we need is a full glam squad around us at all times to make us look great. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So there's this one quote in here that I wanted to read to you because it it talks about all the elements that have captured in dissatisfaction with our physical changes as we go into our 50s. So this is a quote from a 57-year-old woman. See if these, this hits oh, true wow. with, with you. <laughs> Bring I'm going to hold my breath. <laughs> exactly. You wake up one morning and your face is sagging. You develop an inner tube around your middle that wasn't there before. Your skin turns dry. The earlobes get longer and the nose gets bigger. Your breasts droop. You start sprouting whiskers. Cellulite seems to spread everywhere. Bruises and veins start to cover your legs and you have difficult remembering the simple things. Oh my God, it's like we just spent yesterday together. (laughs) I don't know who this person is, but I think she's describing myself. That was everything. Everything, everything, like the uh, the inner tube. You know, once once menopause hit, yeah. I was like, "Where? Oh my God, where did that come from? The chin hairs, where did that come from? The sagging, yeah. Like, and it literally did does feel like it's overnight. Of course, it isn't. Right, it's not. But it just seems to all of a sudden be there well one thing that she didn't mention was the neck like for me it's my neck oh gosh i i just like to wear scarves now just to cover it up it just i don't know what happens but it just goes to pot (laughs) well again i i think when we are looking at ourselves who's going to be the most critical right of ourselves Mm -hmm. but us Right. Right. Like, we know plenty of people the same age as us 
and we don't say, oh my God, yesterday they didn't have chin hairs or an inner tube or saggy breasts right. or cellulite. What happened last night? Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't see it. I do compare myself when I see other women my age and I'm like, God, do I look as good as them? Because I do look at people's necks and <laughs> I want to make sure like, am I the only one with the saggy neck? Uh, I don't know. I do try to, com- I do compare myself to others. And when I see women of our age group on television, whether they're a celebrity, a model, whatever, I do try to see if they, is is the same thing happening to them or are they just getting a lot of cosmetic surgery? Uh, it's probably both. I mean, you'll yeah. see it. You'll see people who look amazing for their age. Very rarely, am I, I would think that's natural. They probably have little enhancements. And all the power to you. If that's you don't want to do that, I have. if I could do it, I would, you know. Then you see other people who are just aging gracefully, let's say. And they sometimes get torn apart by the public. Oh, did you see how old they got? They look yeah. terrible. No, they don't. They look normal, but you're expecting them because they're a public figure to look like something realistically they are not meant to look like ageless. There are celebrities out there that try to embrace you know the older woman right I, I mm-hmm. think of Jamie Lee Curtis you know she never makes excuses for the way she I looks I love her yeah she just embraces it and she wants you know her message is really um, embrace yourself embrace your age embrace the scars the battle scars that we've all you know have as we've gotten to this age I don't think if we had a magic wand and if we could erase what our perception of our, what our flaws are, that we would feel any happier afterwards. Because happiness is not external, it's more internal. Yeah. And getting off Zoom and stop looking at yourself on Zoom really would help. (laughs) I don't know how we got through the day before Zoom. We never looked at ourselves that much. We never really looked in the mirror. No. There's, you know, there's an importance of of self-care, right? Eating eating healthfully, maintaining some physical activity. I think those are the things that will help you age well. Yeah. And trying to alleviate stress from your life you know, being happy with what you do and acknowledging that you're aging, but, you know, working towards making sure you, you are aging the best way possible, right? Yeah, like the exercise, that can be such a dirty word for a lot of people mm-hmm. because, again, what is your perception of what exercise is and what is the point of it, you know? But if you're looking at it as moving, mobility, you want to change that word out for exercise, it should be done to feel good and healthy, not to try to lose weight, not to try to punish yourself, not to try to look like you did before. It should be, as you're saying, is to, to be healthy. Right. When you can make those little shifts, like I'm going to get up and go for a walk because I just like the fresh air. I feel more energetic. Uh, then I come back and I'm, you know, I'll tackle that project. And then, then you feel better for it. You know, right. fe- feeling better is is like a tumbleweed. You know, when you start doing something that that makes you a little bit feel better or feel happier, then more and more will come. 
Yeah, you keep doing the other thing or you'll you'll park further away from the store or you'll you'll take the stairs instead of the elevator, right? Yes. Yeah. Just that little bit of activity I think really mm-hmm, helps. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to yeah. keep those joints moving. Yeah, and and again, I think the big part of it is like don't look at it as exercise. Right. Looking at it as uh, to help me to to feel better. Yeah, and I think being realistic about weight goals or health goals is really important so we are all aging hopefully we can all age gracefully how do you think we should turn our the self-image of our body around to be more positive and less negative on ourselves i think it's a practice you have to really start practice loving yourself for who and what you are and maybe pick something small i'm always about baby steps You know, just something small has to be worked on. Like, if your weight is bothering you because you step on that scale every single day and you're like, ugh, get rid of the scale. What is, how is that bringing anything into your life? I Mm -hmm. mean, do you really need to step on the scale to know that you're not happy with your weight? That's just a constant reminder. Right. Throw out that scale. Tuck it away, at least. Maybe get out of the habit of stepping on it every single day, however you may often you step on it. And then um, in another way, I think that we can start feeling better about ourselves is simply moving. I don't want to say the word exercise because that can be such a dirty word for people, but just moving. It could be mindful movement, like, you know, I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to take a walk. Or it could be like I just spent the day... Uh, cleaning the house or I was out gardening. I mean, just any kind of mm-hmm. movement is going to be beneficial. It does make you feel better. And and getting it out of your head that I'm moving to try to lose weight. Right. Don't. Because that's only going to make you realize that you're not achieving what you would like to achieve more than likely. And let us all try to stop comparing ourselves to a former, younger version of ourselves. We're not going to get our youth back. So if we're always trying to look like I did 10 years ago, that's impossible. So stop comparing where you were and embrace where you are. Right. Exactly. You know, for me, wear that bathing suit. Don't be ashamed of your body. Sure, you might have a little bit saggy skin or you might have a little bit more cellulite or you may not be in your fighting weight. I say wear the bathing suit. When I've gone to beach resorts and I look around, I don't see anybody that stands out that has a perfect body. So for me, I'm always like, yeah, let's wear wear that bathing suit and, and feel great and proud in it. The other thing I think that's really important is of women of our age be an example for the younger generation of women coming up be proud of what we are turning into be proud of our battle scars and our wrinkles and um be an example of how it's okay to look different than you did when you were 20 and that is just a natural part of being a woman yeah because when did it become not natural to age exactly exactly and i think we should always remember that you know loving yourself as you are is a journey it's not going to happen overnight you know we're we're going to look in the mirror and still see things that we may not be thrilled with we might see things that we want to change but try to remember to love yourself as you are every wrinkle is a life story every scar is is a is a battle that you've won and aging is just part of that great life journey that we're on 
and we're actually lucky to be aging, right? You're absolutely right. Yeah. Count yourself lucky when you see those wrinkles. You're absolutely right. Aging comes with unwelcome changes. We all know that. But I think with age, we also, also comes the realization that it doesn't define who we are. We can accept the changes with open arms and do the best with what we have and embrace the fact that we have good health and re- really reject the pressures of social standards of what beauty looks like. Well said. All right, everybody. I hope we had some good laughs while we were talking about how we're aging (laughs) and uh, give you something to think about, about feeling proud of your bodies the way they are and the changes that are happening to them. Remember, you're not alone. You have Lisa and Pam right along there with you. (laughs) That's right. Let's go to hot flash of the week. Lisa, what do you got? Okay, so last week I mentioned that I have kind of gotten to this mindset that I want to start doing more things for myself. And I also want to kind of push my boundaries a little bit, you know, becoming more comfortable with being uncomfortable. So I am coming back from vacation in two weeks and I've already looked into it and I'm going to sign up for jazzercise. Oh. And I know that makes me sound like I'm a (laughs) hundred, but... Uh, I there was actually a studio not far from me and I looked online about it and it's like it seemed really fun and really interesting classes and I thought it'd be another way of meeting some other women oh yeah that does sound like fun I'm gonna start with one class and see how it goes <laughs> like that's another thing I don't want to I don't want to make a big commitment and you could do like individual classes and you know for me, if I start off baby steps, I tend to go further. So we we will see. Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, you don't have to commit to becoming a jazzercise teacher no, or coach. No. You know, you can just start off with one class and see yeah. if you really like it. I'm excited for it. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Have you have you done jazzercise before? Never, never. I, I've never actually been into group classes. Period. Um, but I'm, I'm looking at it in a whole different light, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I'll g- kind of get out, do something fun, something different, but I'm also looking for it be- to, to meet other people. Oh yeah, that's great. And it's so close to your house that that makes it really convenient, right? Yeah. I'm all about convenience. Yeah, that's for sure. That's great. And, uh, how about you? What is your hot flash this week? Well, my hot flash has to do with kind of the season. It's uh, Thanksgiving is coming up, and um, this is the first week of November when you hear this podcast. I wanted to remind everybody to donate to your local food banks. Any little bit helps. A lot of the food banks really need you know, canned items. They need long shelf life items, so beans and pastas and rices. When you're filling your cart this holiday season for yourself, just try to think of some other people and put a little bag together and drop it off at your local food pantry. That's wonderful. Good idea. Thanks, everybody, for joining us this week. We sure had a lot of fun talking about body image. We hope you had a few laughs along the way as well. We'll be back next week where we're going to talk about going on vacation with your grown children. Lisa is off on a 10-day journey with her family. So we're going to learn some tips and tricks along the way to survive a, a, a family vacation. I might not come back with a family. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> 
So please follow us along on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us at Meet You on the Porch. And I will be posting on Instagram and Facebook the recipe for the pink lady and some beautiful pictures so you guys can see what it looks like. See you next week. Bye. Bye.